Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, Silent Bob from all those terrible Jay and Silent Bob type pictures, and you're watching the action room. <laughs> that was my timid approach. Ninety-four years ago, one man was born. One man who changed the face of comic books and geekdom forever. And his name was Will Eisner. Hey, it's Will Eisner's birthday! And we are The Action Room. Uh, And I'm producer Mike. I'm Tony Wolf. I'm Lauren Moran. And we have a special guest here in The Action Room studio. Sylvie. So, do you yes, have a, Sylvie. Do, do, she needs a nickname or something. Um, uh, she, she sassy could, Sylvie. Sassy Sylvie. <laughs> <laughs> or sexy Sylvie. Or uh, Jersey Sylvie. Jersey Sylvie. No, sexy I refuse. Sexy Sylvie. Like Sexy Sadie, the Beatles song. Uh, okay, well, like all right, basically, uh, before we get into everything, uh, we do want to wish uh, Will Eisner, who's dead now. Well, he's but, deceased, but this yeah. would have been his 94th birthday. And, uh, and basically, just for people who don't know, he did The Spirit... Uh, which was a horrible Frank Miller movie, and uh, <laughs> but the comic was great, and he was the subject of the Google Doodle today. Yeah, which is and a, maybe even when you're listening to this now. Yeah, no, it's a pretty big deal when Google. It, it's kind of cool the Google Doodles. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with the Google Doodles, uh, Sylvie, but they're kind of like when Google puts in place of their Google logo, they'll mm-hmm. put something that is relevant to the day, like you know a birthday or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. And so get people like there's must be a lot of people because everybody goes to Google who are learning about Will Eisner yep. today for the first time and they so also show other historical things that have nothing to do with comics like yeah. you know I don't know Sir Isaac Newton invents this or whatever and one so. of the famous ones was the Pac-Man one right. which was amazing that one was awesome um, alright so uh, okay but first off okay well I guess that's it we'll, you know, we'll get right into it like many other weeks we thought this we thought this would be a sleepy quiet uneventful week and so many of our weeks happen like this, and then something exciting happens rather spontaneously. And we did not expect what was going to happen. We kind of assumed <laughs> it wasn't actually going to work out. Basically, right. Kevin Smith, who we all know, clerks, mall rats, uh, Dogma. Chasing Amy. Yeah. I don't know. What's your favorite, uh, Lauren? Um, I think Dogma was my favorite. Dogma? That and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, just because that's the one that I watched when I was seven years old. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sylvie, what do you think? What's your favorite? I, I, I have to say Dogma is one of my top favorite really? Kevin Smith. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> Please, curse more. We oh, can curse okay. as much can as we can. Can that's great. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, we, he was going to be at Midtown Comics, uh, basically for his Red State movie, which right. looks pretty cool. Promoting Red um, State. It's a horror movie. And uh, we were like, we didn't know if we could get the interview, but that's kind of the way it always is for us. We're kind of gorilla <laughs> in that sense. And uh, last minute, Tony, you were going to do it. Right. But last but minute. Bruiser Mike had the idea that Sylvie, who did a little mini interview with him three years ago at uh, the New York Comic Con, she did a shouted interview with him, which is on our YouTube page. And he shouted back an answer to a very clever question. But Producer Mike said, let's bring this full circle and let's bring Sylvie back. And she could maybe have a real interview with him. And we thought, okay, that's great. And then, Sylvie, you came up with an inspired improv idea <laughs> 40 minutes before we got it. Well, also, what happened was she was reading the questions in preparation. Yes. And I. I Specifically, she, the way she said "action room," yeah. <laughs> that's how it started. started. Action yeah. room. And now, how do you say "action room"? The action room. Rum. <laughs> yes. The action room. Like the the alcoholic uh, beverage. Um, yeah. um, and then, then you started doing like this ridiculous Jersey accent. Yeah. Like chewing started, gum. Yeah. And I was just. I was just. 
fucking around, you know? I don't know. I always do stuff like that. Weird voices. I'm an actress, you know? And but so many of the greatest ideas come from just improv joking around. And then producer Mike and I looked at each other. We were like, a you star should is do born. that. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, they started laughing. So I just kind of went with it, you know? And it Dance was perfect. It was perfect because Kevin Smith, he rolls with anything. And you can't offend him. But you actually kind of offended him. Yeah, I no, I so totally offended him. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great. At first. <laughs> we're we're going to have the video up uh, of this interview with Kevin Smith. You can Kevin say Smith. the video's up now. So check it, it is. out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what's so great is at the beginning, it's not clear to him. He's confused by you. He's not sure if you're doing an accent or if you really talk like that yeah, or what. No, he, he definitely was very confused by my whole thing and offended at no, first. No, I don't think he was. Yeah, he was yeah. totally offended well, at first. He was, I, I would say thrown. I wouldn't say offended. <laughs> well, here's the, the, the cool thing about it is that he was like dead tired. He was he was he had been doing things for hours. The signing went on late and we asked him for an interview and he was like, okay, well, what do you want? Just real quick. Or, you know, he wasn't into it. He did not expect. What what was about to happen? And nor uh, did anyone. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody was blown away. The audience us. was transfixed. I mean, there was an audience of, of people watching and, there. And this definitely, without doubt, woke Kevin up. And uh, so, so Sylvie, do the accent real quick. Um, uh, what did you? What kind of stuff did you say? I don't know. Oh my God, Mike! I am so fucking into this right now. You don't even understand. And, and she and she and was, you were chewing gum, chewing which made gum. it. And better. I was and I was smacking yeah. gum. And the coolest, <laughs> and the, the coolest thing is that for for his his whole. Okay, Lauren can't tell. All right. Just stop breathing, Lauren. Stop breathing. <laughs> Hold her nose in her mouth. Um, All right. No, uh, uh, just punch her. She'll stop right. laughing. <laughs> Wait till you see the video. If this is if this oh is making it. No, but basically his whole fan base are people that just love him, that kiss his ass. And Sylvie's character was basically not. He, she she did not care about anything he had to say. <laughs> and uh, and I think he was really kind of because he you know he's self deprecating and stuff, but he right. doesn't expect other people to be like. Well, he was thrown, and then he almost was calling you out on it because oh, he was like, totally. he was like, you kind of sound like Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, Do yeah. people tell you that? Yeah. And he was trying to figure it out still, yeah. but and it he, definitely intrigued him and got his attention. And he was totally hitting on you. By the end, he was like, it's <laughs> yeah. a shame I'm married. And and then you were you were bopping him in the mouth with the microphone. Yeah, and I was really <laughs> with him. I was. I just I don't know. You kind of get in the zone, and before right. you know it, you're doing all these things. Because Sylvia, kind of Sylvia, uh, she's not phased by celebrities. <laughs> yeah. No. Now, what was going through your head? It's just in general what would you share with our listening audience uh what was going through my head uh, not a whole lot to be honest with you <laughs> nothing right. goes through sylvie's head no it's show. not it's not that it was just like okay so i'm in character and i don't give a fuck about fucking kevin smith and this is so boring and whatever whatever and wait what are you fucking with me no you're not fu oh you're trying to fuck with me well uh, you're funny yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, she got into the fran dresser <laughs> yeah yeah know, yeah stuff. And just but, like I don't know. And then he realized yeah, and then he realized it was, you know, for the, fun and he really loved it. The best part of it because Sylvie is not a geek, which is, you know, she's <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. No, but the funniest thing, the funniest thing is when she's reminding she ends up Okay, okay. She <laughs> no, we're all okay, laughing. She, she, you'll, you'll hear. She you'll ends find. up. She ends up at the end of it, reminding. Because by the end, Kevin was like, "That's all." He yeah, wanted, he wanted. He, he wanted, wanted more. more you know, yeah, he, he wanted did. more Sylvie. But anyway, so Sylvie's like, "Yeah, yeah, he wanted more." <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Kevin Smith was like, "So Sylvie, Sylvie is like, I did interview before you before at the New York Comic Con when you were surrounded by star troopers." <laughs> star she said, "Star troopers." Wow. Well, you have to understand something too. I have two older brothers, and they love Star Wars. They love Kevin Smith. I'm actually a fan. I know about all. No, no, but. 
but it's it, not Star but Troopers. I know it's oh. Storm. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> wait, wait. So I'm wait, well aware. Did, did you do that on purpose? Yeah, I was. Oh just yeah, that, that makes it even I had better. no idea. Really? You think Jersey Girl Sophie is gonna know about Star Wars or anything? Okay, like that? Come no, no, I agree. Uh, that's that, awesome. That threw me because I believe that. I you believe that. Yeah. yeah, that's I awesome. Mean, it's just you kind of get into character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. not. That's not me. All right, that's awesome. Sylvie's so, a genius. I there we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there it is. All right, all right. So let's move so it along. So we, we think if if Kevin Smith's gonna remember someone, he'll remember you in this interview. <laughs> no, definitely. That oh, the, the most important thing was yeah. that Kevin Smith is starting a podcast like network of twenty four hours, and he actually might give us a shot. I think uh, for the radio yeah, show yeah. with his network, awesome. we gave him our demo. You got a business card. All we want to. We nice. want to actually thank Megan, uh, his assistant, and because I gave her my stuff and everything. Yes. And uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. All right, and thanks um, to Midtown Comics for hosting as always these events. And of course, thanks you. to Sylvie. Thank oh. you, Sylvie. <laughs> Uh, I just want I always wanted to say about your interview three years ago and now the circle is now complete. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean we're we're right. in with Kevin now. Um and he can we can say he's a friend of the show. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um or, or an enemy or <laughs> he's something. He's our bosom buddy. <laughs> okay, so I just wanna before we go to the break and then we have the nerd news, we have a lot to talk about and we're gonna let uh, Sylvie go. But before that I just really quickly I saw Take Me Home Tonight a uh, preview of it. Tony couldn't see it. But I had to work late, yeah. That, that's the funny thing. You were singing it. Go ahead, oh, Lauren. Oh, take me home tonight. <laughs> I don't want to let you The funniest thing about it is... I've had that song stuck in my head since those previews have started. Yeah. It's driving me crazy. It's in the preview. It's not in the movie. The song, you mean. Yeah. It's crazy, but oh, I love that song. Hell? It's Have you heard... Oh, I was mentioning this to you before. Topher Grace, uh, Anna Ferris. Who's the other one? Uh... Dan Fogler, who's amazing in it. He's, oh, yeah. he's the fat guy. And Teresa Palmer from The Sorcerer's <laughs> Apprentice. <laughs> Teresa Palmer, who looks like every other like actor. She looks like Amber Heard. Yeah. yeah. And is that the one from Drive yes. Crazy or whatever? Yeah. Drive uh, Crazy. And, whatever. And, and, and she she kind of looks like the Twilight girl. Uh, Kristen yeah, Stewart. Yeah, blonde Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Uh, but she was really good, and I didn't know she was Australian. She, she fooled me. She has an American accent. But Take Me Home Tonight is great. It, it captures the 80s kind of like, you know, because uh, uh, somebody told us, they were like, uh, I didn't like it. It didn't have enough jokes, and it was too, uh, what, sympathetic or something like that. And I was, we were kind of like, but that is what the 80s movies were. Yeah, I mean, were. these are I 80s mean, comedies, yeah. And yeah. that's what made them timeless. They weren't just joke after joke after joke, yeah, which yeah. is how they had heart was. and, you know. And so they captured it perfectly. I, w- I recommend this movie. And between Hobo with a Shotgun and Take Me Home Tonight, we're on an <laughs> 80s run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, and uh, I guess that's it. So anyway, Sylvie, uh, do you thank any, you. Do you have any words that you want to tell your audience? Because you have fans now. So. <laughs> yeah. Do I have yeah. fans? It's now? a it's a new hit on YouTube now. It's got thirty eight thousand views by by now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um. <laughs> so so uh, yeah. Go ahead. Or what do you want to say to Kevin? What do I want to say to Kevin? Oh, Kevin. <laughs> that was that was just great. Um, no, I, I say uh, be stupid, have a sense of humor, and don't think, and you just never know what will happen. I think Lauren has that same uh, creed. <laughs> Wait, we all do, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to work on not thinking sometimes. Oh, yeah, other than yeah. that, I got the other stuff covered. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, one day we should have just Tony one day just not overthink anything. Do you think that could be possible? Just one <laughs> I, day. I like, think it can be done. I think right. it can be done. One day. Uh, okay, so uh, all right, so that's it. We'll go to the break. After the break, Nerd News. Thanks again, Sylvie, for joining us. Yay!
gonna let you go till you see the nerd news. <laughs> yeah. Goes, oh, 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 oh. That's oh, a, I don't the, know that the, the woman does that. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Just okay. like Ronnie said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll be my little baby. All right. Okay, We're going to go right into the nerd wow, news. Okay, let's okay. party. All right. Nerd news button. I guess somebody pressed it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. who, who pressed the nerd I news do, button? I do. I do. Oh, you did it? I okay. push all the buttons here. I'm oh. the one behind the pants. You're the new uh, sound engineer. <coughs> so uh, so what, do we, what do we got in the nerd news? Well, we have the Conan and Thor movie posters that were just released this week. Yeah. One of them was the first, what, animated? 3D. It, they 3D. call it 3D. It's not really real 3D, but it is moving and it tries to have some sense of depth. Yeah. but uh, And it was kind of cool, I guess. But I the thing know. that's not cool is who's playing Conan. Yeah. And he's this dreadlocked, uh, mixed-race uh, Baywatch Surfer guy. Surfer dude. He was, he was a star on Baywatch. Uh, he's almost he's almost too pretty to play Conan. Uh, do you think there's going to be... Conan, not Conan. I have to make sure I'm saying the right Conan. Because <laughs> I, I just like my ears perk up, huh? Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, Lauren's in love with Conan O'Brien. Oh, um, so do you think there's going to be a lot of shots of him just running without a T-shirt? I mean, with his muscles a, rippling? Oh, yeah. No, no, the question is, will there ever be any shot with a t-shirt at all absolutely not that yeah i guess like in the original did he ever have clothes ever he had some clothes he but did. he sure as hell didn't have a t-shirt a well not a t-shirt tell you. I mean, he i'm here like, to tell you producer mike this is like a, modern a furry loincloth sort of party right, going right. on so do you, do you think that's sexy lauren oh, wow. the furry lauren you like furry stuff <laughs> oh my god koalas you like koalas i like stuffed animals you okay. are taking my words and making them into well, raunchy well, things well, what would you say is the sexiest time period sexiest for men time period oh for, my men. God. for men i don't know is it the victorian because like they're all covered up a and roman you have to... or i don't know i just like dapper guys so i guess the 1920s the 20s all right. okay dapper we should have conan the barbarian set in the 1920s yes it's, wait will will Played i s- by conan o'brien this this boom the spirit is what era the 40s, 50s. 40s, okay. Yeah, so all that's... Anyway, the Conan, the Conan O'Brien movie, the Conan the Barbarian movie... <laughs> I wish! What's interesting is it looks like it will be kind of good, except for the lead guy. Except for the bro. So playing. maybe Conan, oh, uh, the Barbarian can wear a fedora? Is that... I that would know. look cool. Right um, now we have surfer dude, Conan the Barbarian. Okay, and Thor looks cool. The only thing about Thor that I'm not understanding, and correct me because I don't really understand... Uh, I, did I say I didn't understand? Um, <laughs> why doesn't he have, like, really long hair? That's like, long. In the comics, it's not that crazy long. It's not that long. crazy yeah, long? Usually in the it's comics... Like, it's like Lauren's length, isn't it? It's all like wavy, not really... Not quite. Not quite. It, it seems a little short for the movie. I don't know. Maybe an inch. I think you're nitpicking <laughs> on an inch, uh, no, producer I just, Mike. I, I expected like really long, flowing, blonde He's locks. not like that. He's not a girl. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go back to the comics and take a look. Um, <laughs> maybe in certain John Buscema drawings that you saw in the 70s and 80s, but not maybe. as much. And you know, Really? All right. Well, then I guess it's fine. Um, can get cut. In the no. Walt Simonson era, he had enough to do a ponytail, but it wasn't like crazy long. Oh, by the way, did you see, Lauren, did you see? Lauren Tang- is putting her hair into a mustache <laughs> right you, now. Did you see Tangled? Yes. Oh, God. But I loved it so much. I, I just want to ask Speaking you of hair. Because we were talking to Zoe, another uh, friend of the show, and uh-huh. she she looks just like how the, the girl in Tangled looks without oh, really? when she, her hair gets cut. But oh, like yeah. the whole premise is, because I haven't seen it, but when her blonde hair gets cut, it gets b- becomes brunette. Well, because the whole thing was is that she had magic hair, and if she ever cut her hair, then the magic would be lost. So that's why she kept her hair so long because it was magical hair. But but doesn't it's like a bad message to say if you're not a blonde, you're not magic. You don't have you're power. Or you don't. I don't think so. It wasn't like that. Okay, I, I didn't take it as that. I don't know. 
Okay. It just seemed Bruce like Mike heard this one factoid and blew it up into this theory. Of, I know. You know. <laughs> it just seemed like you know, uh, brown-haired girls are going to be like, I have to be blonde. But then again, I guess all girls kind of want to. No, be I think, blonde. and it's also the sort of thing that she was like, I don't need my hair to be, you know, Magical. right, right, exactly. She just wanted reality. Exactly. Well, actually, in the end, it was the guy who cut her hair. Wait, was it the? I don't remember. Good, it's, good. It's a let's. Don't it's obviously it a whole Samson thing. Also, you know, your power yes. is in your hair when you cut the hair. Yep. Okay, you get married. As we continue the longest episode ever. Um, <laughs> Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. Another poster came out for that movie. With, and a trailer. With what's his name? Uh, Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. And the trailer. Now, uh, I, I did not know anything about this, uh, but you told me it was... I only know a smidgen because years ago a friend went to Italy. It's an Italian comic book. Um, it's called Dylan Dog. It's a long-running series. It's played mostly straight. It's funny, but it takes itself... like You know what I mean? It, it's, it's played very much straight. Almost like Big Trouble in Little China is straight, uh, but it's funny. Yeah. But that's it's not thing. always making fun of itself. And, and, and it doesn't have wisecracks like Big Trouble in Little China does. But really. the thing about it is that era and that, that same style of film, Big Trouble right. and stuff, same thing with even Fright Night, it was taken seriously as a movie. Like they, they're, they're serious about killing this, these vampires right, and stuff, right. but there is this cheesy humor in it. Right. It kind of... Uh, it, it might suck, there's no question, but for from the trailer, it kind of gave this sense of humor. Again, it might not be anything like the comic either. Yeah, I, don't I think know. they've changed it quite a bit. From but the it comic. just gave it, it. Not a lot of films are like that. I just like to see what it's like because it is a little eighties kind it just of. Right. Looked, right. It looked so cheesy. cheesy. It's That's very cheesy. Every yeah. But then they're, again, they're, the 80s is very cheesy. It is true. Uh, you want to start singing Take Me Home tonight? Again. They're, they're trying to get Brandon Routh to carry a franchise. <laughs> right, right. Some, someday. Someday. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck if he just kills every franchise? Oh, <laughs> he was great in Scott Pilgrim. He he's good so at certain. Good he's good. Scott he's good Pilgrim. at funny things. I think. Yeah. And this is funny. All right. The the okay. We have a lot of bad news though, oh. especially mm. if you're a fan of of good movies. Mm. Star Wars. Wait, tell us, Lauren. Uh, so George Lucas decided that he's going to start releasing the Star Wars movies in order in 3D. But the thing is, is that according to news things, is that he's um he's going to release the first one, Episode One, in 3D. And based on how well that one does, it's going to like determine the future of the other ones, which I think is, is an awful idea. Wait, does that does that mean the frequency? He's going to do them anyway. Well, he wants to do it annually, but he's like, I guess the thing is, is that if this doesn't do well, then he's not going to release the other one. It's ones? totally going to do well. I mean, yeah. it's, there's not even a question, but I don't well, know, man. One, one I, can hope. Well, it's a <laughs> yeah. thing that like, no, everybody's wants to like, I don't know. Well, that's I the thing. Four, I five, hate Phantom is... Menace and I hate 3D, but you know what? I'm going to see it. I like yeah. how you said Phantom Menace, not <laughs> Phantom Menace. Phantom, <laughs> yes. Joke. No, it's like, it's a horrible movie and I don't want to see it in 3D. I, I hate what Lucas has done. And I heard on top of this, he's going to make all the original movies. Yoda, he's going to make Yoda CG. No. Really? Which, he's just ruining these films uh, even more oh now. I think even Harrison Ford is like, just leave it alone. Yeah. He doesn't want them to be released And you know what? Either. Even if it doesn't do well, he's going to release all of them in 3D because he wants money. I know. Now speaking Because oh, it's going to do well enough to get him more money. Now, some more bad news. Speaking of Harrison Ford, just read the headline, Tony. All right. This is a somber moment for the action room because this is about producer Mike's favorite movie. Warner Brothers-based financing and production company Alcon Entertainment, The Blind Side, and Book of Eli, by the way, I've never heard of Alcon Entertainment, <laughs> are in final discussions to secure film, television, and ancillary franchise rights to produce sequels and prequels to the iconic 1982 science fiction thriller Blade Runner. Well, at least Let's the, have a moment of sadness. At least the know. people who did The Blind Side are going to do this. That's <laughs> awesome. Blind Side? <laughs> Blade Runner. Right, yeah, they go together. Now, the only hand. thing I can hope for, or rather, the only thing I'm, I'm happy about is that it's not a remake. They're going to do... Pre that would be horrible. That would be sacrilegious. Mm -hmm. But 
the uh, but doing prequels and sequels is also going to suck, but it's not as bad. I, Days I just, after this news came out, it was released on Bleeding Cool, I believe, that these producers want to get Ridley Scott involved somehow as, and an, he should. as an executive producer in some capacity. Maybe that lends some credulity to the whole thing, well, but I, I, I just remember don't seeing see a panel at, at uh, the Comic Con where he did want to do some kind of a sequel or prequel. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. So uh, I'm I hoping. mean, will it be like? Will it? It would be like Battlestar Galactica and Caprica when you first see when replicants get made. I just don't mm. why look. Do we it, care. It could be cool, but the whole now. Have you seen Blade Runner? I haven't. Okay, Lauren, get out. Get out of the action room <laughs> right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. No, Blade Runner is basically my favorite movie. At some point, it when is it, a true classic. When though. it when it's released in the theater. See, I don't know what you're going to think of it though, because you know you've never seen it before, and it's very kind of dated in a lot of ways. See, the thing that for me, like you could tell me what you like about it, Tony, mm. but the reason I love it so much is a lot of the pacing, the fact it's yeah. so slow, and it just gives this. You know, you get to experience the the kind of uh, the beautiful scenery or matte paintings or whatever they did, and just it has such a. Um, it's the visuals are unlike anything that's really ever been in any other film. Yeah. But it's inspired every film after it, you know. But a lot of the people are used to the fast cuts and the lots of action, which these prequels and sequels will, will probably have. But the great thing is, it's not like that. It's like The Exorcist. Did you ever mm-hmm. see The Exorcist? Yes. Where yeah. it's just like very calm, and then a lot of action, and then very calm again. A lot of action, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. That's it's yeah. it. In short, it's like a brilliant 1930s detective story with a science fiction, amazing futuristic backdrop, and it's also just incredibly well written and well acted and, and beautifully directed and, uh, and the not, world that it creates is astounding not to mention the music is just amazing yeah. and, we and had, it's Harrison Ford at the top of his game I mean we had what's his name on and oh interview. we had one of the supporting actors yeah. um, William Sanderson. William Sanderson, Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. thank you William Sanderson um, <laughs> he was right here in the chair that you are now sitting in oh, and he's also on Blade <laughs> he's also on Deadwood True Blood and uh, True Blood <laughs> oh no he's in that new show that's that's done by uh, it's it's a show. It's like a oh, it's a web series, I think, and people can like uh, tell them what what kind of conti- like what episode they want to see next, huh. and they they film it according to the fans. Wow! It's hmm. three people, and he's the bartender in it. I haven't I heard of this. What the, the show is? But he's totally awesome. He's a I veteran know. of the business. Okay, any last words? I don't know. Thank you for listening to our longest episode <laughs> in quite some time. Winning.